0: Jesus is his name. Jesus, that name before which every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Jesus. 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 This makes me feel better saying Jesus. To my knowledge, ain't nothing wrong, but when I say Jesus, I just feel better. Jesus. And I know His name is Jesus, but I'm glad that he knows my name, amen. He knows my name, not because I'm so good, not because I've done anything right, but I'm his child. He knows my name. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, O God, that of all the places, of all the times, you chose us to be right here. And so we say thank you. We thank you, O God, because you and you alone are worthy of our praise. And we stand to signify that if you never do another thing, you've already done enough. And so we thank you, O God, for preaching power. We thank you for the unction of the Holy Ghost. Now allow the Holy Ghost to move in this place. For somebody, oh God, almost did not make it tonight. But somehow, some way, you saw fit to give us all one more chance. And so we are grateful. Bless this house. Bless this angel over whom you've given charge. This little section of heaven bless each and every person under the sound of my voice that somebody oh God might leave here different than they came now gird me up oh God give me an uncommon strength uncommon sight and an uncommon speech that touches somebody oh God. Not because of blood saw. But because of the one who set my tongue on fire. We can't do this without you. We don't want to do this without you. Breathe afresh upon us. That there might be a fresh anointing. In this place. God we love you. We thank you and we praise you. We offer this prayer in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen, amen, and amen. Uh, Let me say that it is indeed a high honor and a privilege to have been here on yesterday, but to be given the opportunity to come back a second time is more than I could have ever imagined and I'm thankful to your pastor my friend Reverend Dr. Richard Haynes God bless you God keep you God continue to strengthen you surely the Holy Spirit is alive in this place he took me just a little while ago over to Heritage Hall and all of the wonderful work that's being done over there. And I was struck by the fact that as everything all around this church has sprung up. Many other churches died out. But God built a hedge of protection around Sailor Missionary Baptist Church. And so it doesn't matter what happens all around here. They can put the courthouse nearby if they want to. They can build whatever they want, but they can't touch what Salem owns. Amen, somebody. To God be the glory for the great things that God has already done. Thank you, Pastor, for the invitation. Thank you, people, for tolerating me. Uh, see Reverend Jordan and Deacon Jordan here tonight from the Ebenezer Baptist Church West. God bless you. So good to see you, Uh, Deacon and Sister Smith, a couple of rows behind. And I believe I see Sister Tiara Smith. Is that you? There we go. I'm not sure. Do I know who's sitting beside you? That's all right. I know. I'll know you right after service tonight. Amen. 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 I need to know folk. I need to know folk. Uh, and my mama's back my mama's back so y'all your mama wave your hand so they know where you're at just in case you don't like me that's you know she you know she's she's out now you know she's been to prison you know but uh not for real she ain't been to prison she ain't been to prison she hasn't been but she don't mind it she don't mind if you talk about her only son amen somebody amen amen that's just a warning shot that's just a warning shot My sister Regina sitting right beside her. Amen, amen. Regina sitting beside her. She was sitting behind her last night because somebody said, I don't know what he's saying. And My mama got a little upset. So so she's beside her just to keep her calm tonight. So yeah, 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 yeah. Just want y'all to know we locked and loaded. We locked and loaded. (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. Uh, Those who have your Bibles, those who have your Bibles, won't you please open up? Uh, To the gospel according to John. The gospel according to John, familiar text. Uh, Those who were here last night, it is the exact same text. Uh, John chapter 1. And uh, if you don't mind, uh, would you please stand in reverence to God's holy word. Uh, We don't stand up for the preacher. I just want you to know that you ain't standing up for me. You're standing up for who I represent. Amen. 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 And by the way, the scripture teaches us. Uh, that after the children of Israel had returned back to Jerusalem, it was after they had recovered, uh, the prophet Hilkiah had had recovered the scriptures, and he gave them to Ezra, and as Ezra stood up and opened the book, the Bible says that the peoples all stood. Gospel according to John chapter 1 reads as thus, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Thus endeth the reading of God's holy word. For the people of God, you may be seated in the presence of God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Want to tag this text? Same thing as last night? The defense rests. The defense rests. Last night, we talked about in the beginning. And how John tied Jesus, the son, all the way back to the beginning of time. For Genesis tells us that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. While John unapologetically tells us that in the same beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. And just in case there are any who are confused, John reminded us in verse 14 that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And that flesh was none other than Jesus the Christ. Jesus of Nazareth. Just in case we didn't make that case last night, I got a second chance to try to get this thing right because john makes his case and then he rests the defense see john was speaking about or speaking against some who said that jesus was the son of god some who said he was just a man and some who said he was just a prophet And all but John fell short of casting Jesus as the son of God who was both fully human and fully divine. So John needed to squash. He needed to quell. He needed to eradicate, to suppress, to extinguish, to put an end to. He needed to get rid of all the nonsense had to deal with all the naysayers who wanted to cast Jesus as anything but God's one and only son who was sent to earth revealing him in the perfection that we can see and imagine in God. John's story didn't start in the middle. Mm -hmm. Uh, John's story didn't, didn't start at the end. John Began his story, get it? History yeah. Yeah. in yeah. the beginning. Right. Y'all yeah. sitting there like y'all don't understand me. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. That's how I feel like Charlie Brown's teacher. Womp 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 womp. But well, watch this. I'm a, I'm coming. Some of y'all have children like me, little people in the house, and every once in a while, something jumps off in the house. And somebody inevitably ends up crying. Somebody's feelings have gotten hurt. And now the one who's crying comes to me. And wants to tell me, but but after I've heard what they have to say, the story just don't sound right. The facts are not adding up the story has some gaps in it. Right. There's something about the story I'm hearing from the one who's been hurt because by the time their feelings and emotions get involved, they're telling daddy the part of the story that hurt them the most. Right. Yeah. that part of the story that made them cry. But I have to slow everybody's roll to see if I can get to the beginning see I need to know how it all began Uh, so I tell them slow your roll back it up tell daddy how it got started you see I can't base my story nor my judgment just on the part of the story that stings I can't give the response needed on just the part they want me to tell or they want to tell me or just the part that made them cry. I can't make a rational assessment of the situation if I don't have all the facts. And that's all that John is set out to do in this gospel. John wanted to set the record straight by beginning in the beginning. Y'all with me? Watch this. So tonight we want to look even further as John continues to mount his defense of Jesus as the son of God, the living son of God. John's defense states quite emphatically that to believe in God is to believe in Jesus. Huh? In verses 4 and 5, John further illuminates who and what Jesus was and is by using life, light, and darkness. The text says in him was life. And I want you to know that that's a mouthful because John didn't just start out the gospel in chapter one within him is life. But John, as he wrapped it up in chapter 20, verse 31, listen to him. He says, and truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God, and that believing, here it is, you will have life in his name. And I don't want to go too fast on a Tuesday night because too many people think that they're living what they're doing is living life and that's what it's all about. But we get things twisted quick, fast and in a hurry because the life we live in most cases is what feels good now. It's about how much money I can make to buy stuff that I don't really need to impress people who don't really care. Sisters, if you can put on some earmuffs for just a second. Fellas, I'm sounding the alarm because life for too many brothers is about how many sisters I can conquer. How many notches I can get on my bedpost when it ought to be about finding someone who completes you. Finding someone who will will see your imperfections and match them up with her imperfections. And y'all can live happily ever after. That's for the brothers, sisters brothers earmuffs please you see yes sisters life for too many sisters is increasingly about i don't need no man i can do bad all by myself and so can i drop something in your spirit tonight you aiming too low you see doing bad ought not be what you what you live against it ought to be more like i don't need that kind of man. I don't need just any man. If you're shopping for a Mercedes Benz, you ought to quit hanging out in the junkyard. And if it ain't for sale, take the sign out the window. If you know what you're looking for, you'll find it. Too many of us live, like live a make-do existence, and we believe that this is as good as it gets. But I stopped by to tell somebody at Salem tonight that you don't have to settle for crumbs when there's a whole lot in the oven. You see you don't have to settle for a motel when God's got a mansion with your name on him. When you are a child of the king you don't have to settle for nothing. Life my brothers and sisters it begins and ends with Jesus Christ and I got a question for you tonight right off the bottom right off the top. Do you have a little Jesus in you? Do you have a little Christ in your life? Because a little Christ will go a long way. A little Christ will lift you up when everything else casts you down. A little bit of Christ will build you up when everything else trying to tear you down. A little bit of Christ gives your life meaning when the world tells you you're nothing. When the world throws you on a trash heap but because you got Christ on the inside you know that there's some treasure in you because God God don't make no junk. I need somebody to know tonight that when you got Christ in your life, you got everything you need. What is life? Uh, I was telling Rev uh, back in the back that this morning after I got out of class, I I went by Pruitt nursing home to see my Aunt Nancy. Uh, she's 102 years old as of July 21st, and and you know she's, uh, we, we, we had to put her in a nursing home because her needs are greater than we're able to provide for her living on her own. Uh, I wish we didn't have to, but they can give her the care she needs, but watch this. She's sad because she's not in her house anymore. She's much rather be home, but she can't be at home. It's too dangerous for her, but watch this, watch this. Even in her sad state, you know, we have had a conversation today, and she was thinking, she was talking about stuff that happened in 1929 and 1945. She remembers all that stuff, but she didn't know who I was. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. But she did tell me, she said, I love you. Absolutely. I love you too, ain't Nancy. But watch this. This is this is, this is is where I'm going with this thing. We're talking about so much, you know, and she's remembering who's no longer around. She talked about her, her brother, her sister. She talked about my great-grandmother. Who was her sister? Ain't Ruth and Ain't Martha, Ain't Nellie, Uncle Tom. Those were her siblings and they're all gone. And she said, She said, Everybody's gone. I said, But Ain't Nancy, we're so glad you're still here. God has you on overtime. She said, Well, as long as He keeps on giving me life, I guess I'll keep on living. And that's a story that somebody in here needs to remember that as long as God keeps on giving you life, you better keep on living. Now, you better stop letting the world try to pull you down. Down and know that God's going to pull you up. All right. yes, sir. What is life? Life is living. Life is the opposite of condemnation and death. And I hear somebody asking, okay, but what, what, what really is life? Watch this. If you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ. As the head of your life, then you can't possibly know what life truly is if you haven't accepted Jesus as the king in your life haven't accepted Jesus as the reason for your being you can't possibly know what life is anything you may call life outside of Jesus Christ simply means you don't know life at all it may be the shell of somebody else's life you are trying to live it may be what's left over from somebody else's life too many of us spend too much time watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta, New New Jersey, L.A. Because those—that's the shell of somebody else's life that you're trying to shape your existence through. Now, you're just existing if that's what you're doing. Now, you've, you're not—you're just going through the motions. You're living your life in the margins, never venturing out, never stepping out on faith, never going beyond where the world says you can go. Now, you just trying to make it through the day and I stopped by to tell you tonight that's not living somebody here remembers yesterday that it wasn't too long ago you remember the places you used to go the things you used to do the people you used to hang out with you remember how you used to think that if that man ever walked out on you you didn't know what you were going to do you remember thinking that if you ever lost your job you weren't sure you were ever going to be able to make him but guess what one day he walked out but you're still here one day she never came back but you're still here one day you got downsized on your job the company kept going but guess what you're still here that must mean that you kept going too my brothers and sisters I know there's somebody here tonight you don't know why God keeps on giving you a new extension online you don't know why God saw fit to give you another chance. You don't know why man that manna ended up on your table. You don't know how you got water from a rock in a weary land, but somehow you still made him. Somehow you still scratched your way to Salem. Tonight somehow you can still put a smile on your face. Somehow you still keep your head up but deep down on the inside, you know it's all become one night at revival maybe decided you were going to give God a chance you decided you were going to choose Jesus because he had already chosen you is there anybody here tonight who's ever tried Jesus did you ever step out on faith knowing that even if you went off the cliff he would catch you or give you wings so you could fly you better try Jesus I believe the old song used to say try Jesus he's alright I done untried him and he's alright uh, yes, sir. See, you've got a choice to choose life or to choose the world. When you choose life, you shed the old you. Uh When you choose life, you shed old friends who prefer the old you I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that one again that's 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 when you choose life you shed old friends who prefer the old you when you choose life you shed old habits your life and never poured into your life I feel like I ought to open the doors of the church right now because somebody here needs to hear that a life without Jesus is no life at all you don't have to live a make do life my brothers and sisters you can choose life because life has chosen you you can have life and that more abundantly only in Jesus the Christ John John could have closed his defense right there on life. He could have rested his defense right there on life. But John kept going. He needed the people to see that, yes, Jesus called himself the life, but Jesus also called himself the light. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the text says in him was life and the life was the light of men." John left nothing to chance, you see, because, because you see, he needed the people to know that if there is no life in your living, there can be no light in your eyes. And if there's no light in your eyes, there can be no hope for your future. I'm going to back it up and do that again. I like that. Can I put a crease in it for you? Watch this. He needed the people to know that if there's no life in your living, there can be no light in your eyes. And if there's no light in your eyes There can be no hope in your future There are just too many people Walking around dead they walking around They ain't got no light in their eyes And can I drop something on you right here it, If you're walking around dead It doesn't matter when they have the funeral You don't have anything going for you There's nothing coming out of you you wasting your time There's no light uh, uh, one night, a few years ago, Brenda and I were coming from Brooklyn, coming from Revival. We were driving back up to Harlem and, and we were in West Harlem on our way home. And, and as we were going up Amsterdam Avenue, it was a nice, cool New York night. And as we were pulling up one of the blocks, we noticed a brother walking, I'm sorry, he was meandering across the street, hair uncombed, a red and blue striped shirt, sagging, dirty gray sweatpants, shoes untied, and yes, hands in his pocket, chilling like a villain, walking across the street. In a hurry for nobody. Head tilted back. Slinking across the street. Not worried about these cars coming down the street. He was just there. He was just existing. And I looked over at Brenda and I told her, if I ever see that brother right there again, only one thing will identify him. It won't be his clothes. It won't be his name. It won't be his strut. It'll be the lack of light in his eyes. I just got to to say a word to the brothers in the house tonight, the brothers who are watching online tonight. I know there's been a lot done to us as black men. I know that the chips are stacked against us. I know we're fighting our way through. Many of us have done things that we're not proud of and the shadow seems to follow us no matter where we go. But you need to know that that light that lives on the inside, that Pilot light of hope is still flickering deep down in our hearts. The world didn't put that light in you, the world didn't have a right to try to put it out. That light didn't belong to the world, but you can reignite that pilot light of hope, you can reclaim that light in your heart, that light in your eyes, in your life. If you just remember that Jesus is the source of your light, that light in of you is called Jesus Jesus is the light the world didn't give that light to you and the world can't take it away yeah. All right. how can you be so sure blood Saul? well John said the life was the light of men and we know that John's story goes all the way back to the beginning Hmm. and if you were to in your spare time don't do it now I'm talking you can go back later on and find Genesis chapter 1 verse 3 and you'll see that John must be up to his old Old Testament tricks again see he's stepping up his defense because in verse 3 that's where it says then God said let there be light and there will be light i know you think i'm making this thing up but you ought to read that old dusty bible you keep in your kitchen drunk junk drawer you ought to pull that thing out and start reading it sometime later on but guess what john didn't stop right there the text goes on to say and god saw that the light was good. Yes, the light was good. The light is good. The light will always be good. But it stands to reason that if there is light that's good, there must be some light that's bad. I'm about to help somebody right here. Check this out. You see, good light and bad light on one level might be just like that time that you met that brother or that sister in the club and in the bad light, things just clicked for you you didn't know how on earth you got so lucky but then after they done flickered the lights and told you it was the last call y'all made your way to IHOP IHOP got good light but you found out after you got to aha after the last call you began to sober up in the good light and in the bad light you guess what in the bad light she looked good from a farm but in the good light she looked far from good you see there's a difference between good light and bad light good light is from God but bad light is from the world good light sets you up for victory bad light makes you stumble and fall good light makes a way out of nowhere bad light tells you you're lost lonely and unlucky but the text says that God said the light it was good
1: yeah. All right.
0: this light
1: yes,
0: is good so what is it what is this light that Jesus brings into our lives see I believe we get the most value if we look at Jesus first as a revealing light yeah, right. and I know that's scary for some folk because the light might reveal some stuff we don't mind revealing, but if you hang out in the light too long, the light will reveal all your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And some of us got some stuff we can't reveal. All right. All, right. all right, that's a part of the issue for us. We want to follow Jesus. But we want to follow Jesus on our own terms we want to follow Jesus when we want to follow him but when we want to do things our way we need him to fit nicely on a closet shelf where we can close the door and check on it every now and again we want that light when something has been done to us cause we want just him. but when that light shines on our shortcomings when that light falls on something we did we start looking for the off switch yes jesus Jesus is a revealing light and we have to remember that God knows us. God knows our heart. God knows our ways. God knows your beginning and your end. God knows your ups and your downs. God is the author and the finishing of your fate. You need to know that light that God sent into the world is meant to shine on everything. Your good and your band on all trials and tribulations. The light uh, will show things for you that you know you need to see for what they truly are. Whatever the stuff is in your life, it is only the light of Jesus that we can truly see ourselves. It is only in the light of Jesus that we can truly see our ragged edges. That light reveals our true character. That light Light reveals our nakedness. That light strips away all of our disguises, all of our masks, all of our pretensions, and all that's left is what God gave you in the first place. You can't give God the okie-dokie don't care how hard you try. You see, God knows you can't hide from God but you can't walk in the light, that beautiful light. Come where the dewdrops of mercy shine. Shine all around me by day and by night because Jesus is the light yeah, yeah. of the world. Yeah. That's the revealing Light, but after all of your sins have been exposed, you can rest easy knowing that God is also a guiding light, huh? He's a, a guiding light. Ah, uh, ah, uh, my wife Brenda, you know, there's two stories one night about her, but watch this, watch this. Brenda was born and she grew up in the city that never sleeps. New York City. It's never dark in New York City. If you find a dark spot, you in the wrong spot. Amen, amen, amen. You might wanna get a cab, get a cab if you can catch one. Watch this. But she grew up in the city that never sleeps. So her first night in Georgia, I guess mama sent me to the store, I'm a grown man. She sent me to the store for some milk or something. I don't know, but I went, I went. I did not wanna get in no trouble. Watch this. We go outside, get in the car. It is dark outside. Brenda didn't wanna go. She said, Daryl, where's the light? Because when you grow up where I grew up, and I know a bunch of y'all, we, we all grew up on the same pl- in the same place at different times. Because when you grow up in the country part of the country, you know they got to pump sunshine even in the afternoon. There were no street lights on Route 5-Laboon Road. The night was so thick that you could almost reach out and touch it. But watch this back in the day whole heap of y'all know about this y'all country too watch this i couldn't i couldn't tell this story right here in new york they wouldn't get it but watch this y'all remember back in the day when it was dark outside even the moon felt like it was hiding wasn't no light so if you had to make a run to the smokehouse y'all know about that right. we're going out to the smokehouse here. Right. Yeah. y'all know about that when you had to go to the smokehouse You need a lantern or a flashlight. Uh, Let me. I don't want to just use a reference that nobody knows about. The smokehouse was where, after you killed a pig, uh, you, you 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 cut him up, salted it down, so it wouldn't ruin, it wouldn't spoil, and you hung it up. That's the smokehouse. So, if mama sent you, grandmama sent you to the smokehouse, you best have a flashlight. Because a flashlight would help guide your footsteps. You see, in the midst of the darkness, uh, even though you were familiar with where you were going, sometimes there might be some stuff in your way. Uh-huh. See, there might be a, a snake lying in wait if you get too close that snake might bite you you see there might be a rake that somebody forgot to put in the utility room and if you step on it it becomes a weapon of mass destruction or maybe maybe just maybe that old bad dog y'all used to tie up under the house beside the push mower yeah you need to know because you know you, you said that was your dog but you were scared of him anyway. That dog was crazy. Uh. Well, somebody said, where are you going with this? Talking about the smokehouse. Watch this. Watch this. Haven't you heard my brothers and sisters in 2022 it's dark outside. It's dark outside. Sin is everywhere. Trouble is everywhere. Deceit is everywhere. Lying is everywhere. The truth is hidden everywhere. We still need a flashlight to pierce through the darkness of this world. We still need a flashlight even at noontime when truth is on the run. You see somebody has been cheated and you can testify that in life sometimes there's snakes in the grass waiting to bite you. Sometimes my brothers and sisters you get thrown off of the track in life and there's a rake lying in the grass and if you don't have a flashlight you might not make it back in you might step on it and it'll paralyze your progress when you look you need a flashlight yes somebody whose life has been chased and mauled by that bad dog you thought was tied up but somehow he got loose you can test That sometimes when that dog got loose, if you had a flashlight, you might stay in the house. My brothers and sisters, I need you to know tonight that in this life, you're going to still need a flashlight, a holy flashlight, a heavenly flashlight, that pierces the darkness in the world. A flashlight that gives you confidence. A flashlight that will give you strength. You need the light of Jesus in your heart to lead you and guide you. You need the light of Jesus to show you the way to shine a light in the dark places that lead you and guide you and remind you that you belong to him. Those times of doubt, you need a flashlight. Times of uncertainty, you need a flashlight. What used to scare you, won't scare you. If you got a flashlight, what was obscure in your life, won't scare you. Cause you got a flashlight. What used to be dark will come to the light anytime you got a flashlight. A guiding light a revealing light and finally just like an onion every layer brings a tear of joy to your eyes you see, we're almost done, but I couldn't let you go without reminding you that John rested his defense on this portion of our text tonight with a solid summation. John said, "Listen to this. This is going this is going to excite you right here." And I put an exclamation point at the end. But listen to what John said: "And the light shines." In the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not y'all didn't, y'all didn't react like i need you to i'm gonna back up and say it again and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness Comprehended it not, but I don't want you to leave thinking that just because you got your flashlight in your hand, that just because you make up your mind to follow Jesus, that the darkness will cease to exist. I don't want you to leave tonight thinking that when you leave, just because you got a flashlight, that you'll never have to deal with darkness again, just because you make Jesus the head of your life that you're going to be on easy street and darkness will stay away now that ain't how the cookie crumbles you see there'll still be darkness because the darkness will not go away the darkness was merely separating from the light and I hear you asking what's the point preaching if I'm going to have to keep on struggling with darkness if darkness is going to keep on showing up in my life, what if I'm going to have to keep on fighting? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you didn't leave with him because you, I got good news just for you. The difference is that the battles you've been fighting by yourself. That was a losing battle, but now because you got Jesus, you don't have to fight all by yourself. You got a battle fan, a battle tested warrior. He's never lost a battle. You got a general on your side who's going to you a strategy that says when my enemies come of me to try to eat of my flesh, they will stumble and fall. You got a flashlight that's going to guide you every step of the way. When God created the light, darkness on the run when God created the light God served an eviction notice and told the darkness you don't have to go home but you're going to have to get up out of here. You better know that God God is on your side. We can't survive in the darkness left by ourselves. We're at the mercy of the world. Without Jesus, we're at the mercy of our fear. Without Jesus, we're at the mercy of our oppression. Without Jesus, we're at the mercy of the vices that we put in our lives. And when it gets too hot in the kitchen, when it gets too dangerous in the world, and we have nowhere to turn, can I give you good news? You got nowhere to run nowhere to hide so you better turn to the light turn to the light turn to Jesus turn to the light tell the world get thee behind me I'm gonna turn to the light because whoever Will never, never walk in darkness, because Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. You better let your light shine. Let your light shine. He's right there. You got to reach your hand out and say, Father. my hands to you cause Jesus is the light of the world let the light from the lighthouse shine on me shine on me shine on me, shine on me. let the light from the lighthouse shine on me. Shout, yeah, shout, yeah out yeah you better tell your neighbor I got my life the world didn't give it the world can't take it I'm gonna shine in the morning I'm gonna shine at noontime I'm gonna shine in the midnight hour shine 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 on me. Let the light from the lighthouse
1: No.
2: Best with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shall be saved can't afford to let you walk out of here feeling good unsaved gotta give you that opportunity if you are unsaved tonight wanna to give you an opportunity to, to turn it around and you do that by merely taking a step. Just 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 one step. Somebody will walk with you. If you this is your night. Let me just ask that you would just come this way. If you'll just come this way, Jesus, keep me. Near the cross. There, a precious fountain. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're here, you need a church home. You need to be moving. Yellow, yellow. bless the Lord in here. Just bless the Lord in here. Just bless the Lord. No need to sit down. No, no need to sit down. We, God has spoken tonight. He has used his servant mightily. All of us have been blessed. All of us have received instruction tonight. All I want you to do is just keep praying for this preacher. I want you to pray for this preacher, and I want you to pray for this next night that we have. Pray that all that God intends, that he does, that he accomplishes it here, these three nights. So let's just, I just need you praying, praying, I need you to pray for our preacher. We're going to respect your time, and we're going we're to go home. God bless you, God keep you. Did not this man preach tonight? did not this man preach the word of God amen we just pray that God will continue to strengthen him you've got to have some strength to preach like this we just pray that God will continue to strengthen him right on through tomorrow and that he will just be able to do this for a long long time the world needs this preaching like this amen 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 on last night, I just sort of turned you all loose. My son normally gets us out of here. Uh, we try not to do a lot of fellowship in the sanctuary. We're gonna open both doors, and those on this side and those on that side, we'll, we'll try to go through the exits as quick as we can. We ain't gotta rush, but just so that everybody can get out comfortably, uh, we do that on Sundays, and I just noticed last night that I never said a word. And uh, because I didn't say it, we all just sort of (laughs) did what we wanted to do. So let's let's, uh, be mindful that we still have to be safe and be careful. Amen. God be with you till we meet again. After me, they will not come. They must be brought. They cannot teach. They must be taught. They will not seek. They must be sought. If every soul saves a soul. Then every soul will be saved. Good night. There are several ways to submit your type and offering online at www. The Church with slash give on cash app at dollar sign The Church with Zeal via the Givelify app by mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, PO Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048